the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. The new superstar radio host and show, Brandon Tatum. He's the host of the Officer Tatum Show and Podcast. And first time on the Andrea K. Show tonight, I'm super honored to have him with me. Hello, Brandon Tatum. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you so much for, for having me on. It's, it's such a blessing. Thank you. Well, thank you. And we just love having your voice here on our station. I just love your take on everything. And in fact, um, we actually reached out to have you on the show before all this raid stuff happened down in Mar-a-Lago because there had been arrest made of the officers uh, in regards to the Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor um situation down in I believe I believe that happened in Kentucky or Tennessee I'm not exactly sure where it happened and so originally reached out to have you on for that but before we get into that I got to get you you're not just police department you know you can talk law enforcement and all different agencies I got to get your take and your perspective on what happened with the FBI down in Mar-a-Lago yes I think that it's very suspicious that the FBI decided to raid uh, Mar-a-Lago, a former president's uh, home of residence. And the, the interesting part is that previous, about two months ago, before this happened, Donald Trump had cooperated with the mm-hmm. subpoena from a grand jury. And he allowed them to come into his residence. He allowed them to take any evidence that they believe uh, pertained or, or was related to the government uh, national database. And he cooperated. So in order to get a warrant of exigency enough to raid a person's house, whom already cooperated is very suspicious. And another suspicious point is that this happened right after CPAC, right after it was very clear that Donald Trump was the front runner for the president of the United States on the GOP side, and he decided to raid uh, his personal home. You know, the ti- yeah, you're right. The timing between CPAC, which was right on the heels of the incredible primary wins he had in Arizona with Carrie Lake. I mean, they did everything they could to stop that woman. She's like the female Donald Trump, right? They did everything they could to stop her from winning the primary and becoming the governor um, nominee for Repu- for Republican there. We also had um, Tudor Dixon up in Michigan. There was every every MAGA candidate just completely crushed the establishment choice of a candidate. And you're right. They got, they're looking at him and going, you know, how are we going to stop this dude? We've, we've got to do something. I, I'm gonna, I don't know how many times in your law enforcement career you were there in which a warrant is presented to enter a dwelling for a search. Um, there's, a, there's a contradiction right now. Trump's people says, the, including the attorney, Christina Bob, she says they, you know, they, they, they didn't give me a copy. Well, let me back up. Garland today says we left them with a copy of the warrant and a receipt for items taken. She says they just showed it. They just showed us a, a partial visual of it from 10 feet away and it was partially covered. She says they didn't leave them anything. She says they told her they don't have to to leave her with a copy of the warrant. In your experience, what happens when somebody shows up with a warrant? 
So it's a, it's a multitude of different expressions of executing a warrant. It just really depends on the circumstances. Okay. You know, I was on a SWAT team, so we executed warrants with no knock exception, which means that we don't present a personal warrant at all. We go in their house without knocking, and then we present it to them at the very end if they request. And so in the case of the FBI, there's two theories behind either the FBI completely lied or they really don't have to show you every detail of a warrant before they execute the warrant. And here's the reason why. If there is information on the warrant, with evidence, it's nothing for one of Donald Trump's lawyers to call him and say, hey, they're looking for these items. Go and dish those items. Go get rid of those items in another area. So they don't necessarily have to show you all the details. They have to present at least some level of, of reasonableness so you know that they're official FBI agents and they're trying to execute a warrant. After they execute the warrant, it's in their due diligence or best interest to give you um, the warrant and let you know exactly what they took mm-hmm. and give you other resources to follow up if you have any issues. Well, well, they, she says that they did not leave her with a copy of the warrant and they certainly d- did not leave a receipt of the items that were taken. We're talking to Brandon Tatum, host of the Officer Tatum Show and podcast. I want to play you this clip from Garland today. It's not very long, um, but w- I believe that one of the reasons why he spoke after four days is because of the backlash that's been coming from many, um, in the, including some Democrats like Andrew Cuomo and even Andrew Yang coming out and criticizing what happened. And I, I, I was kind of appalled at this statement that he made about uh, the FBI. Skins, please play clip five. Third, let me address recent unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Every day, they protect the American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights. They do so at great personal sacrifice and risk to themselves. I am honored to work alongside them. I've got my uh, response for that, but I want to hear from you and in, in, in your response to Merrick Garland with his his thoughts there that nobody has the right to say anything against or question the FBI. Well, I think Merrick Garland is a coward, and we're not really questioning the FBI necessarily. We're questioning the leadership of the FBI and the weaponization of the FBI. Mm-hmm. It is very clear that he cannot stand on the grounds and say that the FBI hasn't made mistakes and the FBI hasn't been haven't been used to attack a political opponent. We know for a fact. They have been going after President Donald Trump with meritless, uh, you know, accusations. Mm-hmm. Remember the Russia collusion thing? Mm-hmm. Remember uh, Mueller? And then mm-hmm. also the FBI. Do you remember uh, the head of the director of FBI uh, came out and Hillary Clinton committed a, a, a blatant crime in front of the world, having a server in her personal home sending and receiving classified information, and the FBI director didn't want to press charges against her. So there's a two-tier system that the FBI is clearly exposed to, and this is very questionable. And I think if any public official wanted to do this and acted in good faith, they would have came out the very next morning and made a statement because you're, you're asking the American people to accept the fact that you raided a former president of the United States of America, and nobody's coming out and saying anything about it. 
Merrick Garland should have came out the next day. President uh, Biden should have came out and had a press conference because this is of interest. And clearly the backlash was going to come. And you can't tell me that they didn't anticipate this. Well, well, of course. And, you know, the, the thing is, is that if you know you're doing something on the up, uh, on the up and up and you know that you haven't done something that's absolutely unprecedented. And you and, and if you don't know that you've that this is just a continuation of six or seven years of unprecedented, if not it documented, documented illegal activity on the part of this FBI, they planted evidence before him called the Steele dossier. They illegally spied on him and uh, in, in a variety of different methods. They lied to FISA courts, falsified evidence to go to FISA courts, and yet he's and yet he's going to act indignant and say shame on you for questioning the FBI. And by the way, uh, getting back to why he actually even originally wanted to have you on the show tonight, how is it? That you're not a nobody's allowed to question the FBI, but yet the entire rest of the police force in the United States of America, going back to Obama, has been characterized as systemically racist and running around the country with, you know, trying to just shoot every black person they can find and with everybody's got a target on their back. And, you know, I'm confused by that juxtaposition. Well, I'll tell you what, it's it's a two-tier system when it comes to law enforcement. The law enforcement agencies that they use to weaponize or that they feel on their side, it can benefit their narrative. They love them. Every one of them are heroes. They can do no wrong. But then when it comes to the police department that are out here protecting and serving and putting their life on the line, I I believe in a more of a consistent way than the FBI is Mm -hmm. on a day-to-day basis. They don't support them at all. They allow the narrative to run that the police department in our country is systemically racist. Well, you tell me what's the difference between law enforcement on the federal level and the local level. If, if, if law enforcement on the, on the local level is systemically racist, then how can you tell me that the federal level isn't systemically racist? We live in the same country. So right. they, they, they pick and choose which law enforcement they love. The D.C. police, the Capitol Police officers, they were all heroes. Mm-hmm. They can do no wrong. You are ashamed. They need to fund the, the uh, uh, D.C. police. But then local police departments, they say you should defund them. You know, or I mean that they should fund those uh, police departments. You should defund local police. Right. It is is a a two tier system. If it meets their narrative, they love you. If it doesn't meet their narrative and it's politically expedient, they hate you. Well, yeah. And when it comes to local police department, I mean, the departments, I mean, the videos that are viral today with this crime wave across the country where police officers are being attacked. And there was even a video uh, recently um, Brandon Tatum that showed a, a couple police officers getting hit by a couple of toddlers and it's just like I mean it whether it all ages all stripes across this country I mean it's really the police officers today I can't imagine being a cop. First of all, I think it's the hardest thing in the entire world. And I could never be a cop because I couldn't come across somebody beating his wife and not, you know, crack him over the head with a with, you know, a billy club or something. There's just no way I could be a cop. I truly think you're angels. And so it's just the the crime wave that the Democrat Party has unleashed on this country with these Nobel policies, attacking cops, hamstringing them and their ability to do their work has just created all kinds of chaos. And and, and it's just really it's it's harmful. America. Uh, I heard you back when this Breonna Taylor thing happened. I heard you talking about why moms of America should want no knock raids. And I thought, I have never heard anybody put it like this before. I have never heard of anybody explain why a mother should want her, if she's got a son and a SWAT team, why she should want no knock raids. Can you explain that to people? Yes. Uh, people. <laughs> A lot of people have never conducted a no-knock warrant. They see the, the boogeyman of a no-knock warrant on the television. They hear political pundits talk about it. But I was on a SWAT team, and we conducted no-knock warrants, almost all of our warrants. 
if you are a police officer, you're on the SWAT team, you're on a tactical team, you are trained and proficient at executing a no-knock warrant, what is the benefit? Speed and surprise. If you have a person on the other side of the door that's looking at spending the rest of their life in prison, or you have a person on the other side of the door who has child pornography in their possession, if you go to knock and announce, they're going to shoot you through the door, they're going to do whatever it takes to survive, or they're going to delete all the evidence. So if you're a police officer, you want to get in with the speed and surprise, uh, get them into custody before they know what's going on. To me, personally, after doing uh, no-knock warrants, that that's the most safe and efficient way to deal with hardened criminals. And I, I want people to understand this. The average everyday person, nobody's conducting a no-knock warrant on an on a average person with a general warrant. They didn't do a no-knock warrant on Donald Trump's uh, personal residence. If you have to be a... a, a violent criminal with a history of violence and also the propensity to perpetuate violence during the warrant and also the destruction of, of vital evidence. And I'll just add this one part. You tell me if your child was a subject of sex trafficking or your child was a subject of child pornography and the bad guy's on the other side of that door, do you want to knock and give him the opportunity to delete all the evidence and him not to be held accountable? Or do you want the police to raid his house and to go in and, and safely get him into custody and preserve evidence. Those are things that we should be thinking about when we look at no knocks, not necessarily the, the, the lies that are told or the misconceptions from people who have never executed a no knock warrant a day in their life. Well, you, I think you also mentioned when I heard you talking about this a few months ago is that if you're an African American mother, this is all supposed to be under the guise of, you know, black people not getting justice like Breonna Taylor, even though this, the situation there was that I think they actually did knock, number one. Uh, I, I think that, uh, her boyfriend shot the police through the door. Um, so, you know, I don't remember all the details of that, but I remember some Something you said really stuck with me and you said look at you know to the african-american moms out there if you've got a son in law enforcement and particularly on a SWAT team this is the safest thing for them to do don't you care about their lives i'm paraphrasing but isn't that isn't that a point of yours yeah well a thousand percent you know everybody looks at the side of the criminal what about the side of the police officer that's somebody's dad that's somebody's mother that's somebody's baby boy that they raised from when they were a baby and they see him growing up and, and living his or her dreams. They want them to live a fruitful life. They don't care about some criminal who's been committing crimes, murdering people, selling drugs in the community. Which one do you think matter more to a mother who, whose you know, child is on the police department? The, the easiest thing to do is that if you're not committing crimes, you're not a violent criminal, you will never face a no-knock warrant, or almost never. I think the probability is you'll get struck by lightning three times in a row before you ever get killed in a no-knock warrant that's not even associated to your house. So, it's, you know, I think that people should balance the perspective. You know, Brianna Taylor's case was very unfortunate. However, the lies have been told. She wasn't laying in her bed. She wasn't an innocent EMT. She was knee-deep in, criminal, in a criminal enterprise with Jamarcus Glover. They had evidence. They went in her house. It was because of her boyfriend who shot the police officer as they entered you know, their residence that she was. they had to return fire and she was killed. You know, there is officers that were uh, arrested, two of them, I know for sure, deserve to go to prison for adding evidence to the warrant at Breonna Taylor's house when they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I have a 40-page document on theofficertatum.com or tatumreport.com where it's all of the evidence that people need to see. Jailhouse phone calls, uh, video, I mean, uh, picture evidence of Breonna Taylor, the entire 40-page document that led them to her house and her involvement. 
people should check it out yes. and not listen to the media tell lies. Absolutely. Well, Officer Tatum, I thank you so much for being here. Everybody needs to uh, check out your show every day here. It's the Officer uh, Officer Tatum Show and Podcast. Tell everybody again where your website is and where to go to read that information. Yeah, people can go to TatumReport.com. That's TatumReport.com to go look at the Breonna Taylor's information. If you're looking for me, TheOfficerTatum.com is my website. All right. Well, God bless you, man, and thank you for being here. Appreciate it. God bless you as well. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Um, In light of what our caller said last hour, CNN is reporting um, that, according to The Washington Post, classified documents related to nuclear weapons were among items FBI sought at Trump's home. Um, This is such hooey. The, the person we got to worry about having any involvement with the nukes is the demented in chief. Can we just say that? I mean, let's just be honest. That's insane. And by the way, we've already talked about the fact that, you know, he's allowed to have classified documents and he gets to decide what's classified and what's not. We know that all this is about. When, and by the way, when it comes to this Archive Records Act, there is actually not any, according to legal experts, there's actually not any enforcement that has anything to do with it. It's just that uh, so it, so even if you've got classified records as, as a as a former, um, you know, the most you're supposed to do is hand them over. It's not as though there's like in the criminal code. It's like if you jaywalk, you're subject to here's the here's how you get enforced. Or if you commit an act of burglary or whatever, here's how it's enforced and here's what the penalty is and here's what you get charged with, etc. There's nothing like that. This is just all a sham. This is all about trying to stop him from running. That's why I think he I think A.J. Rice had the right idea. He needs to have a rally and announce this weekend. Um, Speaking of. So last night we were mocking Joe Biden because he actually came out and dared to say that inflation was at zero percent. That actually, believe it or not, was not a moment of him being, you know, non-cogent. This is strategy that they're putting out there today because Kamala Harris uh, repeated the same thing today. Skins, please play clip one. Today we learned that last month our economy had zero percent inflation in July. We saw a drop in gas prices and a range of other goods like clothing and airfares and household appliances, which means more money in the pockets of working families. Combined with the fact that our nation created more than half a million jobs last month, it is clear that our nation is making progress. The sad thing is, there are Americans that believe that. I actually had an. I actually had somebody tweet at me today that there yesterday that there was literally zero percent inflation. Now that I, and I don't. I don't know this person. I can't know whether this person is actually that ignorant and that and and that moronic, or if that person is just trying to push the Democrat line. Because you have to know that wherever you live, it's still about two dollars a gallon of gas more than what it was when Donald Trump was in office. That's just a fact. You have to know that everything that you buy in the grocery store is still jacked up high. What you may not know, as she talks about jobs, is that we lost 71,000. These job reports they, they talked about last week that, uh, they, that in the month of July, that 500,000 jobs, new jobs were created. 
Um, what they failed to tell you is that there was a loss of 71,000 full-time jobs and the rest of the jobs were part-time as Americans are so strapped trying to make ends meet that they're adding second jobs. In fact, yesterday... The, uh, the new unemployment claims jacked up. I think it was like two, over 200,000 new unemployment claims. And then I saw this today in uh, an, an article that S- Southern California residents are going to Mexico for cheaper groceries. So Kamala Harris and Joe Biden can talk all day long that there's zero inflation and try to convince the American people that the sky is green. But we know what's up. Uh, Skins, please play clip eight. For the seventh straight month, food prices in the U.S. have gone up, which means Americans are looking elsewhere, like even in other countries, for their favorite foods. If you're on a budget, you got to take care of yourself. Like Gibran Jimenez, who drove nearly two hours to get to Tijuana with a wife. Yeah. Two children and a third due next month. He says he needs all the financial help he can get. i got to save like, as much as I can. Every penny counts. And we walked with David and Maria McCarty across the border. They came for street tacos and a routine pet checkup. Cheaper. It's much cheaper to do it down here. Everything is a lot cheaper down in Mexico. Um, I mean, you can go out and have a giant meal and spend about 20 bucks. And it'll cost you 100 bucks in, in San Diego or Chula Vista. California bargain hunters are shopping in Tijuana like never before. Shop owners at the popular Mercado Hidalgo have seen a 20 to 30% jump in American tourism during the weekdays. And when you look at the prices, it's easy to see why. A gallon of milk is 50% off compared to the U.S., a four-pack of toilet paper is nearly $5 cheaper, and a 24-pack of Tylenol is also a dollar less. And don't worry about the cost to get there. You may as well fill up on gas, because that's also a $1.24 cheaper than the California average gas prices they're going up like crazy and that's what kills us you know the middle class your money goes farther in mexico who are these whiners who are these people yammering and complaining about the cost of eggs and milk and gas right maybe they haven't heard what uh senator ed markey had to say he's like just go buy yourself an electric vehicle what are you complaining about skins please play clip seven we are going to Uh, ultimately say to the American people, there's no reason why you have to pay four or five dollars a gallon for gasoline when you can have an all-electric vehicle that averages 75 cents uh, for your payment uh, for your all-electric vehicle to be able to move you anywhere you want uh, in our state or in our country. You hear that? You, you, uh, San Diegans? Those of you that are that are having a good that easy, Andrea. Well, right, yeah. What are they complaining about? Who are these whiners? I want the names of them people that interviewed there saying they're going down to TJ for some street tacos and some toilet paper because they can't afford it here in San Diego. Well, apparently they're shelling out about uh, fifty thousand dollars for uh, per vehicle to everybody that can't afford one. <laughs> wow. I mean, the between the admit Kamala and Joe Biden trying to lie to you to tell you that it's zero inflation to the out of touch. I, I, that's that's not even strong enough to say it. I mean, it, it, to, to say to the American people, there's no reason for you to be paying five dollars a gallon of gas, you morons. Go buy an electric vehicle. It's as brain dead and as tone deaf as Joe Biden and Hunter Biden skipping off around the world on vacation. Do you see those images on the day? I think it was either the day of the raid or the day after the raid. 
think about the you know AJ Rice was, Rice was joking about that Trump should have a rally with a big burning you know red middle finger. Isn't that what that was to the American people by Joe Biden? Think about that. Was that not a middle finger to us from a, a, a justice standpoint as well as from an economic standpoint? Because they're jacking us on inflation because of climate change, right? And so then here's Joe Biden and all the families stepping onto Air Force One, paid for by the taxpayers to fly all around somewhere, probably to some un, you know named foreign country where he can Hunter can cook up some crack and then and cook up another deal with another government at the same time, right? Hey, Epstein's Island may may still be open. We don't know. They could be down there. We don't know where they are, right? It's just it's just absolutely insane what they're trying to do. They're continuing to try to claim that it's not going to that the Inflation Act, the Inflation Multiplication Act. See, I got to say it really slow. Our man Dave Elhoff came up with the the Inflation Multiplication Act that it's not going to raise taxes, but it will. Oh, and Senator Kennedy had a beautiful thing to say about it because it's nothing but a cathedral of lies. Oh, he's so good. He's my man out of Louisiana. Let's play my man out of Louisiana. I love hearing him. That's the exact line Mm -hmm. I was using with Senator Manchin. He flat out denied that Mm -hmm. when I asked him. Let's watch. I'm saying Americans, $400,000 and below now, are going to be taxed. Their taxes are going to go up. That's a lie. That is a pure, outright lie. So their taxes are not going to go up? Not at all. Taxes not going up, won't be attracting the IRS. Senator Kennedy, your response. I think it's all a cathedral of lies. He's just so great, isn't he? It's all... Love it. It's all a cathedral of lies. He needs to start acting in some movies and some TV shows. Every time I hear him, I just get a smile on my face. Do you remember Fred Thompson? Do you remember Senator Fred Thompson? I do. do. He was in Hunt for Red October. He was in some really great movies. That's a great movie, by the way. Yeah. I think it was, did he try to run for president at some point? He did actually, God rest his soul, Ron Babars used to work with our Salem staff uh, many, many years ago. Uh, we were big Fred Thompson fans, and they're like, okay, well, let's go, Fred, and nothing happened. And that was, that baffled me at the time, because he was, I, I think I think he was too conservative for the establishment at that yeah. point. Yeah. And I also think that there was a part of them that thought that he was too Hollywood, that, you know, he was kind of like a Ronald Reagan. They didn't have enough respect for him um, because of his Hollywood connections. Oh, Fred Thompson was great. Absolutely phenomenal. Um all right, so we're going to take a break. We've been talking about Hunter Biden, Mr. Pedo. You know why? You know, let me let me stop the, the 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 music for a second because when I talk about them, at the same time that the Trump family is being harassed by a weaponized FBI, and they're skipping off on vacation, um, it 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 was a, a middle finger in the face of America from a justice standpoint. Because when you think about what, what has been on Hunter Biden's laptop, should there not have been a raid? Because what was Brandon Tatum talking about with those no knocks? Right. He said, if you've got if you've got a child who was sexually abused or there was pornography, do you really want the bad guy to have a chance to wipe that evidence away instead of getting accountability for your child? Why? You know, should Hunter Biden not have had his home raided because of the images that he had that supposedly involved underage girls? Why? The, the, the magistrate who signed off on this raid of Trump defended Epstein's 
people. There's a pedophilia issue with the Democrat Party. And there was a shocking clip that went out today that involved, and we have been saying this on the Andrea K. Show for years, going back before all this trans stuff, back when Bob Walters and I were just beginning to talk about the sexualization of children in the school six years ago before the, the, the trans stuff, that the end game here of the sexualization was to normalize sex between children and adults. And there's a video that's gone viral today that I'm telling you is is exactly uh, where they are already at. Stay tuned. We're going to play that for you when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Frank is on the line. And he better not be calling in to call me no, no names. He better, just, he better be calling in to call himself my friend. But I know that he wants to talk about the loyalty that people have with, with Donald Trump. Hello, Frank. Welcome back. To, uh, have you been? Have you called in before? Is this a welcome back, Frank, or a welcome to the Andrea K. Show, Frank? This is a welcome back, Frank. Okay. Well, good. Glad to have you back, Frank. What's on your mind? Yeah. So I, I think Trump needs to shift gears a little bit and start. Um, what he used to do by praising our officers, military, you know, move on from the election debacle, which we really can't do anything about. And he has a perfect opportunity. Um, In Downey, a rookie officer was shot off duty. And his name is Solario. And he's just a, a young man, doing his job and and trump would do great things if he starts praising and helping those people out and just you know move on from you know what is happening to him i I think he's he's got that opportunity and he does it all the time you know and, and he needs to push forward on that well i have to disagree with you frank and let me tell you why because there is no greater threat to you no greater threat to me there's no greater threat uh, to our officers and, every, and and other first responders around this country. There's actually even no greater threat to, to those that hate Donald Trump and want to see him in chains than a, a totalitarian, authoritarian, fascistic government that wants to take our freedoms away from us and control every aspect of our lives, take our property away from us, tell us where we can go, what we can drink, what we can eat, what gets injected into our bodies, a government that would put us in jail because we disagree with the narrative and the political opinion coming out of the state. There's a reason why over 100 to 200 million people have died and been killed, murdered, and slaughtered by communists since the inception of communism, since the inception of our world. And there is no greater threat than we face. The future of the United States of America rests in whether or not the U.S. government gets gets taken from Um, I I think the FBI needs to be abolished. I think the IRS needs to be abolished and we need to go to a flat tax in this country. We are when our when we are at a point in which our government is weaponized against the citizens, we're in a really bad place and we don't move on from that. We we, we can't move on from that. I I wanted to uh, I understand what you're saying and I agree that. Okay, but like. Get the names of those in, those people that are being held from the January 6th uh, debacle and start saying their names. I agree with start you there. saying they've been yes. killed. Yes. You know what I'm trying to say? He needs to give 
that message. I agree when with you. These Americans are being held. Let's get these people out of jail and start putting their feet to the fire. And then when a young officer like this gets shot, start going, well, what is Gavin Newsom doing about this? You know, he needs to start focusing on those people and start putting their feet to the fire. Well, I and, think he hasn't. Know, excuse that, me for interrupting. Yeah, we're up against a break, so I'm going to have to end it with this. I, when he spoke at CPAC, okay. he talked about the blood in the streets. I, I think that it, I, I don't know how he's got the time to get into kind of specifics. I think, you know, because he's not at, technically on the campaign trail. Um, I think right now when, when you're under the weight of the force of the federal government coming after you to, to, to lock you up and throw you in prison, it's it's kind of hard to remember every detail like like the case here with that, with that officer. Um, but we know that when he ran for office in 2016, it was the Angel families. Nobody knew anything about the families who's, who had lost loved ones to yeah. MS-13 gangs. So he has been the law and yeah. order candidate and and I, I thank you for calling in frank we appreciate you and thank you for calling in and and i appreciate your ideas and um here's an idea for you guys before we go to break and then i'm going to play that crazy uh wh- where the left is at in terms of uh sexualizing children and normalizing sex with children I, i'm gonna before i'm gonna, before i take a break when we talk about what's going on in this country as conservatives we can't just how long have we been saying skins? We can't just sit around and complain. We've actually got to get active and do something. And I see I got an email in that said that, that and the headline was this last chance to run for office or enjoy living in socialist San Diego County. And you know what? As I went on to read this email, there are one hundred and forty nine races where no Republican has bothered to file for office. How do you expect to get anything changed when you're not willing to step up to the plate and do something about it? Everybody wants, you know, it's like I get the feedback for Trump. I've given it myself. But this man is willing to, to, to go up against the slings and arrows of a government coming to destroy him. And we can't even get anybody to run for the for city council on the city of Del Mar or the city of Encinitas. There's two uh, council, two uh, city council seats in the city of Encinitas and nobody's running. And I know so many conservatives up up in the Encinitas area, Lemon Grove, National City, two a, a National City uh, mayor, City Council, National City, Solana Beach. Come on, Solana Beach. I used to live up there. Vista. Do you know how many conservatives I know up there? Republicans. San Diego Union High School District. We got a school district with no Republican bothering to run. You, we have no right to complain when we're not willing to do something about it. And I'll tell you something else. Um, I reached out the other day and asked a friend of mine who's who's a big with the Republican Party here. I said, what do you need? What do you need? How can we help? Because let me tell you, as much as I complain about the Mitch McConnell's and the leadership, I, we can't do anything about that. What we're really where so much of our future relies on America is at the state level. You think about the power the sheriffs had over us. You think about the power of what's going on at the school district level. What are they trying to stop? They're trying to stop power from being amassed at the local level. That's why they were so upset over Roe v. Wade. And we're not active. Tomorrow is your last day to run for office. And let me tell you, even if you don't think you can mount a campaign, what happens is you force the Democrats to have to defend that race. Whatever money that they have for that race that is currently running unopposed, they can't now just go give it to somebody else. If you run, they're forced to use that money there. 
So there's lots of benefits for that. We also need people to volunteer to go and be observers at the Registrar of Voters on Election Day. So you need to get active and just Google. Go to the Republican Party of San Diego County and start getting active. Got to take a break. When we come back, we are going to play this shocking video for you guys so you can hear why you need to get active, why you need to run for office, particularly for school boards, city council, dog watcher, dog catcher, whatever. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. This is where we're at in America. The normalization of sex with children and adults. God bless libs of TikTok. We wouldn't, this is why, this is why, I mean, rewind back to hour one in which we were talking to A.J. Rice about how uh, big tech is the aircraft carrier for which all the lefty measures launch because, you know, that's where they, they, you know, try to stop people from sharing the truth. Well, libs of TikTok is sharing the truth about what these liberals want to do to your children. Here's a video from a licensed counselor and sex therapist who's advocating for proper for, for the proper name for people that want to have sex with children. Skins, please play clip 10. So to start with, let's talk about what a minor attracted person is or who they are. This term simply means that the person has an enduring sexual or romantic attraction to minors. They've not chosen this attraction just as the rest of us have not chosen whatever our attraction is. You don't get to choose to be heterosexual or to be gay or or whatever you are. And you don't get to choose to be a minor attracted person. Some minor attracted persons are attracted to a specific age range of minors while some are not. And some minor attracted persons are exclusively attracted to minors and are not attracted to adults at all. Some minor attracted persons are also attracted to adults. Huh. Okay. So, you know, um, did did you hear how she was talking? Um, There's some people with green eyes. There's some people with blue eyes. You know, um, you know, it's you're born with whatever hair color you're born with. Now, you might choose. Some people choose to color their hair if they were born blonde. Some people might choose to color their hair dark. But, you know, um, the, but, you know, the, this is this is just how people are born. We don't want to use the word pedophile. There was another clip by this by this so-called counsel saying we don't want to use the word pedophile because that's just that's a word that's just used to name call against people. Let's call them minor attracted persons. Get them out of here. Think about this for a minute. This is a counselor. First of all, by the way, don't you just love how they like to change the terms at will? That's what's so great about wokeism. It's they're not tied to any to any um, uh, you know any aspect of integrity or, or right. I mean, it's like they're not they're not constrained um, by a belief that they had a week ago or yesterday, right? I mean, at the same time, they're telling you there's no such thing as gender and that it's fluid. And 20 years ago, you were born as a homosexual, but now your your sexuality is fluid. At the same time, they're telling you if you are a minor attracted person. In other words. If you're a creep and you want to have sex with children, you were just born that way. And you're just no different than anybody else. There's some people that just like to have sex with children and adults. It's just a smorgasbord. We're just all on the spectrum. It's just disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And your children 
are in danger. Your children are in danger. This is why they want your children sitting in front of drag queens and uh, men strutting around in thongs in libraries. That's about the sexualization of children. Did you see the video that went viral of a drag queen at a Catholic church in New York City a couple weeks ago? No, I, I missed that one. Thank goodness. This I, I am not going to accept the normalization of perversion in this country. And there's nothing more perverted than normalizing sex with children. And I've been talking about this going back to 9-11. Why, what does this have to do with 9-11? Um, pretending that um, Christians are evil if they believe in same-sex marriage, but we can't talk about the Islamists of Sharia that believe that it's okay to marry off nine-year-olds. And commit uh, uh, and and hack off little girls' private parts at the age, at the at the age of twelve because if they get married off young, you know, and start having sex, they're not allowed to you know enjoy themselves. That kind of perversion. In fact, we've got Democrats in this country that refuse to to criminalize female genital mutilation. So what these creeps want to do to our children. And yeah, it's also tied into Hunter Biden. There's a raid going on down in Mar-a-Lago, but Hunter Biden with with uh, images and videos of him with what could be and what looks to be underage girls uh, gets a pass. Comey's daughter is the prosecutor of Ghislaine Maxwell and made sure that every name that fl- that uh, buddied up with the pedophile game with Epstein's name was blacked out. Not one person. How is it that she could get prosecuted? for being a pedophile pusher, but nobody who actually hired the pedophile pusher actually is facing any jail time because the left in this country is waging a war on your children. And that's if you're, you're, and that's if children are lucky enough to be born because if the Democrats, you know, because they also want to have the right to, to, to kill them if pre-born and now even up to uh, perinatal, I think they want to call it. See, they're such great with words, right? Minor attracted persons. It's not prenatal anymore. It's perinatal abortion. Perinatal reproductive rights. Perinatal reproductive health, right? It's, this is insane. And, and this is a counselor. This is another thing to be worried about, right? You've got to pay attention to who's teaching your kids in school. And if you're going to send your kid to a counselor, you've got you to make sure who you're sending there as well, who that counselor is. You know who we are. You know who I am. And I'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Skins will not be. He will be out. But DJ Jalapeno will be here. Going to go see Top Gun this weekend. Oh, that's right. We'll, we'll check in with you on box office results next week. Love you, man. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.